back when we visited the cliffs of Union Despair very often. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to A More Philly Union, the podcast where we swear to talk about the Philly Union, the whole Philly Union, and nothing but the Philly Union, with as few digressions as possible. We are your hosts. I'm Paul. I'm C. I'm Nate. And I'm Eric. Welcome to uh, this week's episode. Who are you people? Yeah, we. this is a, a first uh, for us. It's a fully live and in-person post-game uh, podcast. We're recording here uh, as uh, E and C were headed back home after the game and they stopped off and, and we're, we're going to get a recording in here. Um, just at the, the same, just at the, you know, before midnight here on Wednesday. Uh, as far as housekeeping this week, um, you know, we've, we cracked 300 downloads this, this, this past week. So thank Yay. you very much. This is so weird being across the table for people. Okay. <laughs> uh, so you know we're we're almost a third of a way to the uh, help us help the U challenge. Yes, that's what it was called. I couldn't remember the name. Help us help the U. <laughs> so uh, keep it going. You know, please do what you can to get you know share the, share it if you're enjoying it. You know, uh, let people know. And yeah, this week we have a special best special guest host, my son Nate. Hi. In in studio guest. Yes, <laughs> Welcome to guess. the podcast. First time we're able to say that, huh? It's really great having you here. <laughs> Thanks for coming in, man. <laughs> right. Really right. appreciate you taking time out of your schedule. <laughs> this is very professional. Definitely not, you know, <laughs> over a coffee table. It's not a coffee table. It's it's a it's a it's, it's a very nice. <laughs> it is when I spill my coffee on it. <laughs> okay. All right. So, total up. I want to say something. What is the help 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 us help the you challenge? I I obviously have not. So what we're doing is if we get to a thousand downloads before the end of the season, we're going to make a donation to the Philadelphia Union Foundation. If we get done, if we if we don't get there until October, was it October? Yeah. Uh, then we're just going to give a hundred dollars. If we get there in September, we'll increase that by a hundred. And every month that we get there ahead of that end of the season. We'll increase it by a hundred. So we're trying to get as many downloads as we can. But honestly, not just having you know people just run up, <laughs> yeah, run up downloads if we can help it. Yeah, we want to keep this as sincere as possible. It's like you know, true to form. Like we want to be, we want to be, you know, truthful. Yeah. I mean, we should be. I mean, we're already. Thir- this is our thirteenth episode. Lucky number thirteen, I guess. Oh, wow. uh, yeah. And uh, you know, so by the end of the season, we'll be up into the thirties or forties. So you know, we could be. It'll probably be in about 30. I'm trying to think. We started in February. Yeah. It'll be just over over six months or so. I was even thinking too, like, what are we going to do during an off season? We're going to keep going every week or? Well, we'll have some time to figure that out. Yeah. Yeah. But something to talk about. (laughs) Maybe it'll just be recordings of us deciding, hey, do you want to record this week? Ah, let's do it next week. Okay. (laughs) Let's post it. 13 episodes and 18 games, if my count is correct. So that's. um... It's pretty fast. Uh, pretty um, busy. Is that including couple months tonight? Tonight, and, yeah. Okay. Yeah. If I'm, my math is right. Well, that's not a good segue. Yeah, let's get into the games. Uh, so Saturday, we uh, the union flew out to Colorado. Colorado was in, was were they in eighth place? Yeah, I, on my notes here, that's the position they were in when that game started. And the union were in sixth place. Uh huh. 
Okay. Um, the the union surprised a lot of people. Curtin surprised a lot of people rolling out that three five two. Three five two. Yeah. Pretty defensive little, uh, looking three five two with three center backs: uh, Glessness, Elliott, and Low. Um, with uh, Mbizo and Wagner technically in the midfield, Flock at the defensive midfielder position since Martinez was out. And uh, was he out because of cards or was that still injury? I think remember. it was injury. Okay. injury. That was still injury. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then Dodge Dog and Carranza were up top, and McGlynn and Bedoya were in the midfield as well. Um, but yeah, it was the first time or second time this year, I think, that they rolled out a 3 5 2. The last time, I believe, they lost 1 nothing in Cincinnati, and this was a far better result for the. Mm-hmm. Although Elliot and Glesnes on defense, that kind of counts right there. It's three people. So this, kind of, this is really a four-five-two. Um yeah, they did partner, they do partner well back there. And 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 Lowe has been showing some some decent skill back there. Um, you know, trying to close people down quick. No, I don't know if he's just really engaged in, at playing for the union or if he's uh, you know, trying to make a statement, mm-hmm. just really earn some starting time and, and you know, it's good to see Curtin recognize that and mm-hmm. find a way to make that happen for him. Yeah. Um, going into this game, Rapids had a uh, seven-game unbeaten streak. Oh, really? Yeah, which uh, we popped that balloon. Yes, we did. Um, hey. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But it looked like they were going to be in good, you know, they, they, things were looking good for the Rapids. Uh Early on, they they earned a foul at the top of the box after a VAR review. It was actually clean, uh, determined that the foul occurred in the box. Yeah. Um, and, you know, in honesty, the referee got it right, you know, with the VAR review, gave him the PK. And, you know, PK is your, your I don't know what the overall worldwide percentage is, but it's got to be up over 70% that you're going to score. And sure enough, mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Colorado takes a one nothing lead. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Former uh, Wolves player, I think. Right? Did I remember hearing that? Yes. Connor Ronan. Yeah, former Wolves yeah. guy. So, um, decent pedigree player to sure. take it. Absolutely. Shot. Um, yeah, that was. I remember when that foul happened, and uh, I think he originally called it outside, but it went to VAR. It's like watching the VAR. It's that. Um. Hope dies last. I'm like, oh, please don't let this be a PK. I'm like, every time I play the replay, I'm like, yeah, it's got to be a PK. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I mean, how did you guys feel after that? Like, after they went down one, nothing. It was what, the 20th minute, 25th minute? Uh, 38th minute, actually. Was it that late? Okay. Yeah, that late in the game. I thought it was earlier. Okay. That didn't feel earlier. I think uh, my first thought was, like, gut reaction was, oh, no, not again. If I'm honest, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm definitely the negative voice of this podcast, but. Um, well, someone's got to represent negative. Here I am. <laughs> yeah, right. It's like uh, you are a Philly fan. Yeah, right. Exactly. But it didn't last long. I mean, that was the gut reaction. But yeah, I mean, and, and I, I think it's probably because I'm spoiled by the union from last year yeah. and even the last few years. But mm-hmm. going down in the first half. I always feel like the union are still, they still have a chance. Yes. Oh, yeah. They're not, oh, they're sure. not out of it. Yeah. Um, as long know. as they don't think they're out of it. They're not out of it. Correct. Yeah. And so Which long is- as we haven't totally been decimated by COVID. 
Uh, <laughs> we should be fine. Well, but there were there were years there where as soon as they oh. went down one, they were yeah. just done. Oh yeah, you yeah. might as well just call oh, it. Yeah. That was the early days, the bad old days. Yeah, but back when we visited the cliffs of Union despair, very often. <laughs> 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 yeah, I, I I agree with you, Paul, because I felt like in that first half, I I wasn't worried yet, and. Uh, and yeah, you can see the way they play. They play with that confidence. And then, you know, by going into the, after that first half, I have a note down here that they totally had the momentum going in their, in their direction. Well, I mean, just, you know, but now before the end of the half, yeah, they, that's they, what I mean. They yeah. got things back on track. Yeah. Um, and what was interesting was it was the two outside backs who moved up field. They, they got positioned up field in that three, five, two that made that goal happen. Yep. You know, and Baisville, it was in set, the first half stoppage time. He makes a great run up the right side. He gets fed to the ball, um, takes it to the end line, cuts it back to Carranza. Carranza, you know, unfortunately is heading away from goal. And instead of trying to force yeah. a turn, yep. he just smartly lays the ball uh-huh. off to an onrushing Wagner. Who's uh-huh. just, just, it's a blistering it's a, shot. It's a bullet. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's exactly where you want to shoot. It's, High enough that the keeper thinks he can stop it with his hands, but low enough that he can't get down that yeah. low and just beautifully into the side now. Yeah. And yeah, so the union, you know, despite giving up that PK, um, they managed to tie it up before halftime on a great goal by Wagner. So, I mean, that's three goals for him in, in like two weeks. He's, he's living up to that attacking defender position. Yeah. You know? And that's the other thing, like Carranza. There's so many players on the Union that I just really enjoy watching them play. And Carranza is kind of leading the charge with Gazdog on the goals. But Carranza is such a team player. They're all team players. Mm-hmm. And that goal was such a, an example of that. Like how, you know, he's right there at the top of the box. You know he wants to turn and shoot. You know he wants to turn and shoot. But he just, he just that beautiful layback because he saw Wagner come running in. And it's just like, yeah, team first. Mm-hmm. And it's just really great to see that. Um but that's that said, I mean, starting the second half, the momentum was going their way, and Carranza got his chance. Yep, <laughs> I guess Carranza knows, like, look, I can let other people get a goal because I know I'm just going to get more. <laughs> <laughs> and sure enough, in the yeah. 52nd minute, um, you know, he got he got his goal. Yeah, um, I remember. I, I know I just watched the recap earlier tonight, but the game was you know last week, and I'm trying to remember exactly or Saturday. Um, the setup for that goal, I thought that one was more from distance for him. Yeah, McGlynn had a leading pass off to uh, Baizo, mm-hmm. uh, who was, guess, running down the sideline. Uh, and then he, well, I'm checking my notes here. Yeah, and then he crossed it to the center. And then um, uh, Kronza had that really nice, just one time, uh, right into the net. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I started with McGlynn, and Baizo was just running down yeah. that sideline. Speaking of McGlynn, yeah, we got that special dispensation for keeping McGlynn for the oh, yeah. uh, Colorado game. You know, the what's his name? Aaron, no, not Aaron. Um, <laughs> Quint Sullivan and Brendan, Brendan Craig had already left for the U.S. Right. national yeah. team, uh, youth national team, but we got permission to keep McGlynn for the uh, Colorado yeah. game. And yeah, he's once again proven that that man, that, that he can find a pass. Yeah. Uh, he can absolutely yeah. find a pass. He's a ton of fun to fall, yeah. watch. Mm-hmm. And then pretty much after that second, you know, the union got the lead. It kind of just seemed to choke out the game. 
Yeah. It's not that they weren't trying to score. It's not like they were, it wasn't, you know, it, but it really just felt like it was all in Colorado's half. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I noticed too, that Colorado, it started getting a little chippier. Oh yeah. Um, uh, the, what's his name? The substitute. Barrios. Well, they, they substitute a lot, of, but there was the one guy, Oh, Abubakar. That's right. Whose mom was there from Ghana yes. and his sister and his sister. Yeah. And, and they said this is the first time watching him play at least in the MLS, yeah. um, which was nice, but he was getting pretty hot under the collar. Um, I don't know if Carranza was, was saying stuff or just kicking him <laughs> when the, 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 the camera wasn't yeah. on him. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he was, he was angry. Yeah. Uh, there was that interesting collision with Blake. Uh, what was his name? Uh, Cabral. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Oh. It was. It was a hard on the replay. I definitely don't think it was intentional. I mean, the Cabral was chasing the ball right, as as any striker wants to do. Mm. Blake came out, falling, grabbing the ball, which is what a goalkeeper wants to do, and the that that lagging foot of Cabral. Cabral's wrong. He should have gotten a red. No. <laughs> Showing that you were unbiased. Yeah. Totally unbiased. Totally unbiased. Um, you know, despite the name of the podcast and all that. <laughs> we are totally unbiased. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, fortunately, it wasn't a, there was no injury involved, you know, but, um, you know, he did get the yellow card. Yeah. You know, that's, that's, Reckless, okay. I yeah. think so. Intentional? No, nah, I don't think it was intentional. Um, and most and equally important, I'm glad uh, Blake didn't suffer any injury from that. I would say more importantly, you know, we, yeah. we, we lose Blake, we we're, we got we got yeah. issues. I, I've yeah. said it before when the when he goes down, I hold my breath and the game stops until he gets back up. Yeah, yeah. nothing else matters uh, to me. So. You know, I I wonder if like you know a lot of players are kind of like oh, I want I want to get into this game I want to do this game and except Bendix Joe Bendick like, like I don't no no <laughs> if play comes out that's not good yeah I mean I'll go in there and do a good as best of a job as I can but uh... <laughs> yeah I I think Bendick would love to play but you prefer to start because Blake's traveling for Jamaica or something right. like that rather right. uh, than you know the times that he was in already this year yeah. Um, it, those are huge shoes to fill, but, yeah. uh, you know, it, it certainly continued then in the second half stoppage time. There were seven minutes of stoppage time. And well, before we get to like, there were, there were a lot of yellow cards in this game oh, just yeah. leading up. I think, uh, there was at least nine eight, yellow uh, cards total in this game. I think eight or, total, eight total, eight total, and then stoppage oh, time. Oh. And well, then stoppage time. This was, yeah, this was the ins- another insert yourself. Um, yeah, the ref. ref. He was, I, I, I'm yeah. sure we had him earlier this, this season. I don't remember what game, but I recognized him. And um, Well, how he, could you not with that hair? <laughs> he has very distinct posture, too, when he... A little flamenco dancing? A little bit, a little bit. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, so... Um, it, it, where was I going with that? Sorry. Um, inserting himself. Inserting himself into the game uh, uh, quite a bit. And uh, to the point that they there was a, some talk even just among the commentators that there's it was hard. It was hard for them to get anything going mm-hmm. at, at certain points because he was just constantly stopping play. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's seven minutes for each half, right? Like seven minutes stoppage time for each half. Was it for the first half too? I think it was. Yeah. Good memory, Nate. 
Good job. Yeah. Um, yeah. So like you said, it was definitely getting chippy and I don't know what made them put Barrios on, but he was, I was like pouring gasoline on the fire. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to say he was playing with a chip on the shoulder, but he was, he was angry. He was playing angry. He was yeah, angry. He was playing angry. Yeah. And that ball, um, you know, that leading ball through the union, you know, the inside the goal box, Blake comes out just to kind of shield the ball. And Barrios comes up, you know, typical play, right? You just kind of shield the the, the ball, uh, you know, shield the player from the ball as it rolls out, and he does that just double arm shove right in the back of Blake. He just goes right into the the, uh, boards. the signboards. He just egregious. Yeah. I mean, it, whether it was our keeper or anyone else, it was, it was pretty it bad. Was yeah. So, and I got to imagine there's probably fewer more unsettling sights than seeing both Elliot and Kalesnes sized people come running at you <laughs> with very angry looks on their face. Particularly Glesnes. Yeah. If you're me, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were the first yeah. two on the scene. And- yeah, Glesnes was out for... I mean, Elliot, I think he just like slammed in, into him. I mean, Neither of them used their arms. They just used their body. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. When you've got a foot of height on a guy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and it turned into a pretty good just... Big old melee. Yeah, big, big old one like uh, like the one last season. Like I don't think I've seen I've seen one that big since like last season when the uh, the, the athletic trainer got like a red. Yeah, <laughs> that will go down oh, in the uh, annals of union history. Yeah, but uh, I mean, there. I mean, the, the defenders were just defending their keeper at that point. Yeah, but there was so much jawing back and forth. Mm-hmm. Like I really don't understand what the Colorado Rapids players were thought they could do to. Con- defend Barrios. I mean, if that had been mine, I would have just like grabbed him and get him back to our side of the field before he gets rightly beat up. Exactly. It's just damage control at that point. Just get him out. Just get him out. And I really didn't understand why Galvin grabbed Glesnes the way he did. And I know it was there was a combination between what Bueno did and what Galvin did and sent and then they threw Glesnes to the ground and then and Galvin, you know, basically landed on top of him. And it's like why he jumped on Glessness, Galvin jumped on Glessness's back at the ball, I don't understand. Like watching the replay, Galvan, like it mm-hmm. did look like not successfully or or effectively, it did seem like he was trying just to break it up, but then it turned into that somewhat suplex kind of move to get Glesnan out. Glesnan's well, out. It wasn't like he was trying to like separate Glesnan from somebody yeah. or restrain Glesnan's in you know from attack from push you know attack because Glesnan wasn't going after anybody. He was standing in front of people and in he was face, in the thick of it. But like then Goblin just kind of like just latched onto the yeah. back of him like yeah. Yeah. Grabbing spin thing and yeah. on the ground. Yeah, and, and then Barrios kept going at low and Blake and like there. Yeah, and and it was very clear yeah. the referee list lost the whole crew lost all control. Yeah, what did, I didn't see what Bueno did. Bueno, uh, he, they show it on the replay. Um, they end up getting an VAR. He kind of goes into the neck of Galvin as uh-huh. he's trying to pull him off. Plus, at one point, he actually—he, he, I'm pretty confident it was accidentally, but he did with his left arm strike him in the yeah, head. Okay, okay. Um, and that sort of stuff is going to get you a card. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah, huge hullabaloo and in, in, in second half stoppage. Um, you know, a couple of yellow cards handed out. VAA, VAR called on. Yeah. Uh, resulted in two red cards: one for Galvin on the Rapids and one for Bueno in yeah. the Union. Yeah. Um, and then basically they he just called the game. Yeah, we had the game done done at that point. Yeah. yeah. And what was what's that? 
like 14 minutes of extra time after that or yeah we were well into the 14th minute of whistle. i think galvan like he totally deserves that red card but in a way he also like i don't know if there's a prize you know again a guy of his stature taking down taking down glezda's like yeah, yeah, you deserve the red card, but that's also impressive. <laughs> very much trying to figure out the physics of that. Yeah. And I did not succeed. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I, so, if you remember, he was also um, undeterred in that he was yelling at the union bench as he exited. Yes. Yes. In, in yeah. In And Allie was already off. The I suspect. We had already seen Allie up with Jim yelling at someone i don't know it was i think it was the fourth official it might have been the fourth official and curtain actually had to kind of pull Allie back yeah yeah so pretty i mean he was yelling in spanish i know Allie can give as good as he gets in spanish as well so um pretty sure that might have been happening but you couldn't see our side so who knows but So we we go from that two one union win, which we all predicted the union would get a win, and it was a spirited win. It was mm-hmm. uh, where the referee felt like he needed to insert himself and then lost control, and then yeah. we come to this midweek match where there were times where I didn't even know if there was a referee crew on the field, which was fine. I was actually okay with it. It didn't get out of hand, despite the fact that the referees really were letting a lot more play in this game. But let's get back to the beginning of where this game started tonight. Yeah. Um and actually a really nice night. Probably beautiful down there for the for a game. It was really nice. Yeah, Chris and I were down there for this game and uh absolutely gorgeous uh evening. Little cool, but that's kind of I'll take a little bit cooler than a little bit hotter. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, it was a great night for for well would have been a great night for a win. Yeah. But uh, for second time, you know, their third time this season, second time this week, the union do roll out a three-five-two. Mm-hmm. A little bit different personnel because Lowe has the red, or yeah, the he red. got a y- yellow card, and so that gave him, you know, he had a sit for this for this game. Um, and uh, or, or no, no, he had a. I think I heard they had. They said that he had a family obligation, something to take care of for. Okay. So they had to put Harriel in with Glessness and and uh, Elliot um, in the three back. Then they had they still had Mbizo. Uh No, no, uh, they had they Mbizo came in in the second half. So we had Wagner and Real were That's, on the wings. Yeah. Okay, Real was on the on uh, wide. Okay, and then um, Fl- uh, yeah, Flock was still the defensive midfielder. Yeah, and then they put. It was a three five two because I'm, I know Carranza was up top. Was Gazdog up there with them? I don't I, know I, it, because it was Gazdog and Torres and Bedoya. I guess it was Torres and Bedoya in the midfield, and yeah. it you know maybe it was almost like a three three two one or something, something like three, that, four two one or yeah. something like that, where it was um, you know Bedoya and Flock. Uh, holding down the defensive side of it, Torres, Gajdag being part of the attack, and then Carranza up top. They they called it a three five two, but you know, looking at that personnel set, uh, um, it it you know, they made it work. Not quite the same way, but I, I I'm I'm wondering why Curtin decided to go with that if it was a, a, a availability uh, mm-hmm. decision that he made that choice to go with that. Um, but it was good to see Real get a start. Yeah, and, and Harriel. Uh huh. Yeah, it's good to see him putting some trust in those two players in particular. And 
you know, we're going to, we're going to need them, especially with as much as Brandon Craig and, and, the, and the young guns are going to get called up. But because McGlynn was out for this game to the youth national team. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was good to see Torres on the field. Not to get too far ahead. No, go right ahead. Torres is my man of the match with a close second with Wagner. But so many guys were, were even Flock. I thought Flock was absolutely hustling today. Not that he doesn't hustle, but he was effectively hustling. Like he was getting into the mix with so many. He's so starting many to get comfortable on that in that sixth position yeah. when he has the right support. I think with Bedoya out there with him, yeah. with Flock, when Flock plays that six, like he's just more comfortable. Yeah. And Christy, you pointed out too that um, Bedoya is. You know, for being one of the the elder statesmen of the team, he's still surprisingly fast. Like he he is. He doesn't have that look of you know of having tremendous speed like Papa used to or like Carranza did tonight yeah. or, or even Torres. But um, but he covers. I don't know how he does yeah. it. Uh, but he covers a lot of ground really quickly. He just doesn't. He kind of tilts forward from the waist and just kind of follows the mass. <laughs> follows his shoulders. Yeah, wait. It's the segue effect. Yeah, right. Yeah. And that's not a slight to the man. I mean, I agree. He can really cover some distance. And he was hustling the whole game. Absolutely. But I, I don't want to jump no, too far ahead. But, uh, but yeah, it was nice seeing Torres start. Torres start. Holy cow, that guy was just, just watching it live, too. He was just dancing on the ball like, yeah, the ball staying with his feet. Two defenders, multiple defenders challenging him. Ball stays at his feet. He's kind of, you know, bobbing and weaving through. I mean, maybe not, not 100% successful, but it's one of those, he's one of those players on the field, like, you cannot give this guy too much room, you know. Um, and he was just he – was, he was just in – I felt like it was from the midfield forward, he was involved in the play. He was just mm-hmm. yeah. hustling, mm-hmm. hustling, hustling, yeah. hustling. And nimble, nimble, yeah. Nimble. Oh, yeah. He's he's so quick too. He's got those fast feet. There was one breakaway opportunity where he took it into the center and he drew both of the center defenders to him. And he had, I think it was Flock out to his left, and he did not lay the pass off to Flock when Flock was in wide open space. Mm-hmm. Now Flock didn't get in his face afterwards, but mm-hmm. I mean, he just got his head up. He could have he could have gotten that ball out there, and I guarantee that Flock would have tried to find the pass back yeah. to him. Um, for an opportunity. That said, yeah, I, I agree. Torres was really good, good out there playing on tonight. And the union started off with their foot on the gas. I thought, like, um, well, they got the they got a goal. They, they got a goal, and Torres scored it. Yeah, they got the ball in the back of the net in like the sixth minute or something like that. And just watching it unfold, it was every move was deliberate. It wasn't yeah. like nothing rested on chance. Because that was. I'm trying to remember out left was that Wagner that made that pass up the field to uh Carranza and then Carranza laid it into the middle and Torres yeah that would have been powered it in I mean obviously it was pretty clear on the replay that Carranza was offside by about two yards yeah um it's a shame because it really was a nice set of plays it was 100% deliberate nothing was you know left to chance and you know, I get that they're trying to you know change the way they they work offsides, but I really wish when it was just obvious that it was offside and there's no reason to really let the game play continue, just wave your flag so that we don't have to even get to the goal. There was, I mean, it was a good three to five seconds between when he was when that pass was made offside to when Torres put it in the back of the net. You could have waved them offside well before then. 
I, I like I agree with you. I really don't like I don't get the benefits of it either. Like why they what what the benefit of waiting those five seconds would be. I, I the only thing I can think of is that if there is another foul in the play, you have a chance to call that. Mm-hmm. And I don't have a problem with referees being more deliberate between you know blowing when they blow their whistle. Like I, I want them to be deliberate and know that there's something wrong. But when it's clearly that there's something wrong. And it's not like the, it's a bang bang play, and something's gonna just blow the whistle and, and call the offsides. Well, related to that, and this is probably a minor point, but you know, sitting in our seats watching, um, you know, so we're on the side right, that the, you can see uh, on television, right? The, the cameras fade yeah, outside the, the stadium. Side of the stadium. Yeah. Um, so there were a couple of plays. I still remember the the Union had the ball. They were. Up the left wing, they were on DC side, so they were near the river end, and the ball goes out, and the uh, the line ref holds his flag up to point in the direction for the union, but the center, the main, the main ref calls it and and, and for for DC, and then immediately the the line ref switches the direction. And I know there's there's a hierarchy of who makes what calls and all that, but it really felt like. The two line refs were just waiting for what the the, the main ref was doing, and then, oh, okay, yeah, it's on them. Okay, I'll I'll I, hold it. I mean, it wasn't always, but it felt like that. Sorry, go ahead, Nate. Sorry for this, but like I ref, and I feel like when, when I ref, we all are in agreement that the line if the line ref's there, he's clo- generally closer, and generally he's the one who gets yeah. gets the liberation. I I think that you're right, isn't they are they're just. When they're changing like that, yeah. it feels like you're not really sure what's happening, even though it sh- really should be them with the call. Yeah. Well, the the referee in the center, they're the ones in charge. Right. Yeah. The, the assistant referees on the sideline have no true authority there. Yeah. He can the ask for them. Yeah. They're, they're ARs, assistant yeah. referees mm-hmm. on the side. They are. He can ask them for what they see, but he makes the final call. And if he makes the call for DC then the flag just points in whatever the, yeah, the center calls ref it. is calling. Um, so it's not really a ambiguity about what they saw. Like he may have flagged it indicating, hey, I think it went off, it went out and it should be a union throw. Mm-hmm. The center ref thinks, no, it should be that. Then he's got to change his flag and go back. That's right. And that totally makes sense. And I, I don't, I can't imagine there's that much, you know, slack in the in the rules for calling stuff that would allow like, you know, such bad call. So, but it was still like I like the referee tonight. Though I mean, I, I, I and there's always plenty to complain about, but I really did appreciate that the referee was letting some of that physical play go. Um, you know, it it didn't get out of hand. Like he didn't let it get out of hand. Um, I think when Aura got went down and Gajdag eventually just had to basically grab the ball off the field just just to make it clear that this was you know hey he needs to be taken care of yeah. that was a little uncool but uh, same point he was following the rules and if it had been DC get player down he probably would have done the same thing yeah yeah I think in the stadium it felt and it always does right because you you have the home crowd influence but it felt like he was actually letting too much go okay. Um, so you know there he was missing calls um you know and and just sort of not keeping up with the play um so but it's a, a lot of hey ref your socks have holes oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> there was a lot of it, lot of it. okay there yeah, was a lot. yeah there was there was quite a bit of that um i mean you know we're always going to hassle the ref 
um, unless we're absolutely yeah. destroying the other team. But, um, <laughs> you know, it, it's this this did feel a little bit like he was missing some things, truly. And and yeah, without trying, trying to put away my bias for a second. Right. Um, but it's it's always difficult to say because you, you have very different views from from the stadium mm-hmm. versus from the uh, television. Yeah, I, I didn't get my phone out fast enough my tired old phone that takes about 20 minutes to switch apps but i wanted to at least get audio of the the audience chanting uh um uh, were they chanting uh they were were busting on the ref right um i mean well while you're doing that i i just gotta get a little bit on the soapbox here as a volunteer with the local soccer league and stuff like that um i have stopped talking to yelling at referees and even at the uh-huh. union games, uh-huh. I don't say anything about the referees mm. because I know how hard that job is. Sure. And I know how much abuse they get at that level, but throughout the level of soccer. I mean, like the amount of abuse that, that Nate gets on the field refereeing third and fourth grade soccer is absurd. <laughs> well, let's be honest. The the world turns on what happens on a third and fourth grade on Saturday. The fate of the world is in your hands, Nate. It's yeah. pouring rain. Everyone's supposed to go home anyway. And so, you know, just, just as a, 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 a request for anybody listening, yeah, be kind to the referee, you know. That, that, that the referee is somebody's brother, sister, mother, father. I, you know, they're just doing the best they can and, and try to try to be nicer to them. Anyway, so what did you? What were they, what were they saying in the stands? I feel like you should have a proper site. Referees are people too. Nice, right? <laughs> uh, they were they were basically chanting "ref, you suck," but it was full of course. You know, to be clear, sorry, Nate, go ahead. I was just saying, I both agree and disagree. It's it's kind of fun. I, I agree with you in the sense that they are human, and I ref, and <laughs> I know that it is not nice. <laughs> However, sometimes they re- you really just, you want to get a little bit mad at them. And sometimes it's just, you know, okay. It's- you want to get mad at the ref. <laughs> yes. Sometimes- not as a ref, you want to get mad at the, at the fans. Yes. Well, oh, <laughs> yeah, but also at the ref sometimes when you are a fan, I kind of see it. I mean, like, if you if it's... You're letting things slightly get out of hand, or you're acting too much. I can kind of get. However, you know, your socks have holes is a little bit. This is pushing it. I, I don't want to. I don't want to tempt fate, but it'd be pretty awesome during a game if there was ever a parent yelling at you. You'd go over and just give them like the, the red card and have them leave. <laughs> I have thought about that too many times. <laughs> so I do remember, I think it was a game you guys may have been at when we were, uh, it was a couple of years back. There was a, a guy in our section who had a few too many and oh, he was yes. incredibly blatantly over the top with the, with the four letter words. He was really, and eventually uh, a grandfather behind us stood up turned around and said can you not see that i'm here with my grandkids get your language under control and for the rest of that game it was about the 30th minute of that game that guy came up with some of the most creative ways to to you know (laughs) criticize the referee and he had the entire section laughing we were cracking up i mean credit to that guy right and the stereotypical guy at the game drinking a lot of beers being really ugly and belligerent at the ref and for someone to basically say hey can you tone it down that's like pouring gas on the fire usually usually right 
credit to that guy. He took that criticism and he turned it around. I still remember he's like, ref, I politely disagree with the call that you just made. <laughs> oh my gosh. I recommend that you see a vision specialist. <laughs> <laughs> he yeah. reads to the car. He, he's been preparing for the last five minutes for oh, a situation man. just like this. It's like he had a team of writers like, here, try this one next. You know, it was, it was it, a great response. Too. And, it, and, you know, in all honesty, that I would appreciate much more okay. than just the constant, you know, oh, yeah. four letter. Oh, yeah. Screams! Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that yeah, was great. That was yeah. That is definitely one of the highlights of of. Uh... Yeah. For sure. Now, as far as this particular Union DC game, um, you know, they got into the second half, still running the same three five two. Um, Curtin did make substitutions, pulled off Torres and uh, was it Real? No, who did he pull off to put Mbizo in? Because he ended up putting a. Putting Mbizo and Martinez and Aura came back in. I thought Aura was injured because he wasn't even on the game day 18 for uh, Colorado. And essentially, he just put back our starting lineup of the 4 4 2. Mbizo replaced Harriel. Okay. That's what he pulled Harriel, Real, yeah. and Torres to put on Aura, um, Martinez, and Mbizo. Yeah. That's right. Because Martinez came in for Real and Aura came and in for out left. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then uh, Perea replaced Bedoya as well. That's right. Perea was on at the yeah. end of the game. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, also, worth noting, Wagner, Nate, literally had holes in his socks. <laughs> yeah. Like both of his yeah. calves, they had like, you know, like huge saucer yeah. dish size holes yeah. in his socks. Yeah. Unfortunately, though, even with the switch back to the 4 4 2 in, the, in, in their starting lineup, <laughs> That, that goal just kept evading the union. I, I was surprised because we were sitting there watching the game, and I think I texted mm -hmm. on our group channel. I was like, "There, it really the way both DC and the union were playing, they were really throwing punches at each other, and it really came down to their defense and their keepers to stop it." And uh, and Blake did, and Blake did. Blake was busier than I like to see Blake busy. Mm -hmm. um, so I really felt like there was a couple goals waiting to happen in this game. And maybe if it went on 15 more minutes, we might have seen a goal or two, but it just never came to fruition. Not for lack of trying or attempts. All right. Before we before we move off of this unfortunate 0-0 draw, that free kick by Elliot. Yes. From his own half of the field, like 65 yards away. He, they, that that DC keeper was playing with fire the way he kept kept cheating out of his goal mouth, and and Elliot put it over him. He had the right height. Uh -huh. He was about four yards to the right, and it would have been a goal. Just to totally like nerd out MLS, it was a very much a Danny Sapero New York Red Bulls against Columbus Crew back in. <laughs> Same thing. He had that free kick about half field, and that the uh, Columbus keeper, I can't remember who it was at the time, was so far out that this ball just sailed, and he scrambled back trying to stop it and went right in. I, I thought like, you were going to make a last a Ted Lasso reference to Zava scoring the goal, the, the goal uh, the first game that he played. He had Jamie Tart tap it off to him, and he scored from midfield the very first. Oh, first, yeah. First, the very first. 
the All first right. second. Instead, deep cut for uh, MLS. Yeah, that was far more impressive. <laughs> yeah, I think I think, uh, I think Shut Messing was was one of the commentators for the game. So I'm really dating myself here. Wow, but yeah. that Danny Sapera goal is just, uh, I mean. Obviously, I was definitely not born when that happened. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I felt like a nerd before. Whenever I'm like, yo, something is going to be out there. <laughs> uh, just give yourself some time. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, the game ended disappointing 0-0 draw. But at the same time, I'll take a point. Yeah, you know, it's 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 actually they made the the commentators made a point or made a comment that it was the fifth point that the union that the DC has taken from the, the union in their last fourteen matches. Wow. <laughs> okay, well, so, that says a lot right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The last time DC came to visit Philly, they I believe it was either the six nothing or seven one drumming. Yeah, uh, that was part of that that just yeah. on fire series of brilliant games. Maybe that's why I felt like even the first half, like DC was playing like it was the game was almost over. I felt like the goalkeeper's holding the ball a little bit longer. <laughs> They're like after the past few times we've been here, we, if we could just walk out, nil nil, we'll take it. Yeah. Uh, the goalkeeper was playing like they were in an elimination game in the World Cup. Because, like, in the first half, he was up in practically yeah. in the midfield. Yeah. He, I mean, you, you mentioned him, right? Paul, he was, he was like out of his box. I mean, he was way out of his box. It was very strange. It and was. I think he kind of uh, reined it in in the, in the second half, but I, I just I found that very odd yeah. um, and, and very dangerous, too. Yeah. Uh, like I, I always could have punished him for it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, it's like, it's just about to say that. Yeah. And I feel like the union were like, Picking up on the fact that this guy is so far out of the net, like we need to really start going for it, taking some chip shots. You know, yeah. Um, so, any other comments on that in this game? I mean, I know zero zero draw is like the most boring game, but as zero zero draws go, I thought it was still pretty exciting because I really felt like the game was fairly open. Like the teams mm -hmm. kept going back and forth. Like I said, it came down to those keepers and like a defensive man just. Like uh, um, Wagner came sliding in at the yeah. last minute when uh, I forget who it was for DC. That scramble in the box. That shot, and it just, he got his body in front of it. And um, um, yeah, so as, as Nil Nil's draws go, I, I, I thought it was still pretty exciting. It was, it was a fun game to watch. Yeah. It was just, it was a disappointing, I mean, Nil Nil, my favorite, least favorite scorer. Is, yeah, well, I'm mm -hmm. well. beyond losing, <laughs> um, you know, obviously, but. Um, and and yeah, I mean, midweek well, nil nil is even more insulting. So yeah. Um, but yes, but but you're right. It was a it was a much more interesting game than say like the Red Bulls game where we actually won. Mm. But mm -hmm. yep. that was very sneaky. Yeah. <laughs> that, yeah. I believe Paul said you know like they sure did run around for ninety minutes. So, <laughs> um, you know this this was much more interesting. It really did feel like something. Yeah more what's going to come of it we had a yeah. lot of shots that were just wide just this yeah. just that yeah. Yeah, yeah so i don't think anybody put it off the upright although they did put it off the crossbar yeah. benteke did put it off the crossbar mm -hmm. with the header i forgot that benteke was with dc united it's like who's this guy is tall like who is this forward yeah and, and then it's all like, benteke like wait I knew he was an mls i totally forgot he was yeah, MLS, a lot of so, yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> all right um so yeah, two games done. Um, you know, four points out of a possible six. I'll take that any time. Yeah. Not yeah. Get, you know, and one of them being a shutout. Yes. And, and the other one was only a PK goal. Yeah. Yeah. So. 
Not bad. Hopefully this is the beginning of the upper trend, right? That the union now have, unfortunately, fewer distractions. Well, the I mean, the union have what? Three, three wins or four wins in a tie in the last five uh, season, uh, uh, MLS matches, I believe. Is that where, is that our? In the last five. Wow. Okay. Um, bit of good news because of Wagner's goal in, in that Colorado game and his play. He did make the team team of the match mm-hmm. day for that mm-hmm. game against Colorado. Um, the dude hustles, man. He does. He really hustles. I hope we can keep him for a while. I mean, even if he goes overseas, I hope we get paid for him. Well, that's <laughs> you know, I, and I, I, to be clear, to be fair, I mean, I think Real starting to come along, and maybe yeah. uh, Curtin's going to be willing to trust him. But yeah. it almost feel like he thinks Real might yeah. be better fit in the midfield. Yeah, so it'll be interesting to see what they do. Also returning to form, um, when Martinez got subbed back in in the second half. It wasn't, <laughs> he did get his. Uh, um, that's right. He did get his uh, mandatory yellow card, <laughs> or not mandatory? What's the it, word? Like one of those like uh, thing. You like an ice cream, ice cream shop, or like you have a little carbocas and you get like ten, you get three, three one. Get a punch, like you get like a free, free ice cream. Yeah. like that is like red, yellow cards. There was a Phillies game back in the. I I I I I, I want to say it was, it was Dykstra might have been in there. It was like one of these really hot summer days, and it was like a hundred and fifteen degrees out on the center field. And mm-hmm. He didn't want to be out there, so. He made a play and he hit it, got a hit or something like that. And they stole, stole a base and he got called out and he got in the ref's face and started screaming at the ref. And the ref just turned him and he's like, I have to be out here. You have to be out here. I'm not taking you out of this game. I almost wonder sometimes if Martinez is just trying to get kicked out of the game. So he's like, I, hey, I got a christening next week. I just need one more yellow card. Yeah. I won't be able to be here. <laughs> it is free ice cream tonight. So send me off. Uh, but you know that one. That one in particular, he ended up pushing a DC player, and you know that's that's here. You know, they're going to go down. Yeah, there was no reason yeah. for it. There really wasn't. There was none. But but it was nice before the game to see Blake get that recognition. Um, so from what I understand, it was his. It was kind of like commemorating his uh, his record setting start. Mm-hmm. Uh, where he now has the most starts in union history. Mm-hmm. And uh, they have a nice plaque with his uh, signed jersey. Yep. And I, was it signed by the whole team? Did you happen to? I don't remember. I didn't if catch that. that. But it was a nice little display box and, and yeah. pictures of it. And, and he was he was out there with Curtin as well. Yeah. They were both kind of on either side of the framed jersey. Yeah. That was a nice little, hey, good job kind of a thing. And. Mm-hmm. I think uh, he actually hit the landmark during the uh, Toronto game, but since that was an away game, they they did it tonight. Okay. okay. Um, so he has even more starts now. But um, yeah. So whatever the, the count is, since the count is and start and counting. You know? Yeah. Right. And right, doesn't he have a the other record? Uh they mentioned it. Yeah, I don't think this was explicitly in recognition of that, but. Um, what record? The three-time uh, oh. the MLS um, keeper, keeper of the year yeah. is that the yeah, yeah he's the, the only one get three yep. get the, the only, only one only three person times. to have ever won it three times. And then just a little bit on the fashion side, I don't know if you guys mm-hmm. noticed the uh, Love Unite warm-up tops that the Union rolled out this uh, no. for this game. No, I... we rolled in. 
kind yes. of right on time. Right on time. Just right on time. Yeah. yeah. Midweek games are hard to get there for any other warm up. Um, yeah, they look nice. okay. I mean, nice. you know, I'm not a big warm up top fan. You know, it's not like something I. Now, if they came back with a cool Bethlehem Steel throwback, yeah, uh, yeah. that that was just such a cool logo yeah. and everything. Yeah. Um, but it was nice of them to do that. I did see images of it before the game, and it did look pretty well designed. I liked it. So. So next week, the Union have a little bit of a breather after yeah. about two or three weeks of three game weeks and three games a week. Um, they only have one game next Saturday. So between <laughs> Saturday, between the Union and us, we got we're gonna have all this free time. I just said three days from now. Yeah. Oh, well, so. yeah. But then they're off for six and they're you know, not seven. Know what to do with themselves. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now, of course, that means that that is a game against New England. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. they, are, they are facing New England here in Philly. Uh, New England is in second place currently, and and mm-hmm. you know they're they're doing very well. Mm-hmm. Much as whatever you feel about Bruce Arena, he does seem to know how to get his team playing. Here we go. They are. I mean, I'm. I, I'm sure they're a very strong team. If you actually look at the numbers, it's nothing insurmountable. Uh, it shouldn't be on paper. Uh, I was unsurprisingly just looking at the numbers. Mm, yeah, yeah. Um. So you know, it's not like they're uh, leagues ahead, but um, uh, or streets ahead, uh, mm-hmm. depending on if you're a community fan. Um. But um. Yeah, so I guess we'll just see that. Well, then the other thing, if the union want to be known as one of the best in the league, they have to beat the oh, other yeah, aspect of the league, and they should beat the best in the league yeah. when they're coming into into Philly. Right. Um, you know, if Martinez is healthy and if Oro's, you know, getting back to full health, um, you know, I could see him rolling out the normal lineup. I, I I don't think that he'd go with the three five two for this game. I would expect him to stick with the four four two and and to come out trying to trying to win it. Um, yeah, I I wonder with the three five two. I mean, we're only whatever thirteen weeks into the season, but you know the union do tend to play that more defensive quick counter transition style, mm-hmm. and switching that three five two doesn't seem to support that strategy necessarily unless you're playing i guess defensive midfielders as well but yeah i'm just curious with this switching to a 3-5-2 if that's what he does uh curtain does for the new england game um but is that showing like is he trying to switch to a more possession style i i don't think so yeah i i think it's just another 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 tool yeah um to, to, to stay with the same play style i still think they will be a transition hit you fast mm-hmm. kind of a team mm-hmm. um but i think that they're going to probably go back to the 442 as long as aura and as long as aura is ready to go back in mm-hmm. i really do think that that it was probably more like a three four one two one tonight with both torres and gosh dog out yeah. there um, because neither of them really play striker the way that certainly not the way that Bora plays it. He's just so fast. Yeah. He just goes after that defensive gaps all the time throughout the game. Yeah. Um so it'll depend. I think if Oris fully healthy, he'll probably get the get a start and he'll play with two up top. Yeah. Um so with that in mind, I think it's gonna be a hard game. Uh, you know, because uh, Carlos Gil is is so good. Mm-hmm. Uh, you mm-hmm. can't really put it past him. 
I think I might have to steal Christie's goal scoreline <laughs> and, and go two one Union. Two one Union. I just I'm just remembering uh, from the movie The Crow, right? It can't rain all the time. Yeah, you know, so it's kind of like, you know, the the New England can't. They got to start losing sometime. So why not next weekend? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, my scoreline was uh, already achieved uh, on a game which I did not predict it. Because, uh, you know, that's life. Um, I'm I'm actually going to go 1-1. One, one okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, one, I one, do, union, right? <laughs> one, one Union, right? 1-1 Union. 1-1 Union, exactly. One union. Yeah, uh, a draw that feels like a win. Yeah, right. Um, I do think they need to, and this is just from purely watching the second half of that game that um, they need to tighten up the holes in the defense in the second half because I was sitting there thinking this looks like Swiss cheese. Yeah, a couple yeah times. I agree. There were a couple yeah. times where they got darn lucky that somebody didn't yeah, I agree. And I realized they had no thing. Um, there was yeah. one one of the players, um, and I did not I, I did not catch his name um, from D.C., though, and he had just turned the other way and shot. Mm-hmm. He would have had a good chance. I mean, Blake could have very well stopped it, but – he was wide yeah Blake so is still were, Blake like but uh, he is he was, is only he is human the defenders were not watching at all yeah um, yeah so Kai Wagner's not gonna be able to slide in and save all these shots yeah it's like, it's like Blake is Blake but Blake is only Blake yeah <laughs> that should be a t-shirt there's a, a zen go on in there somewhere mm-hmm. <clears throat> how are you well none of us are ever going to pick the union to lose right so um oh we probably will Maybe one day. We did, actually. One day over the rainbow. It's a relative quick turnaround, right? So we had Colorado last Saturday. We had D.C. tonight. And then we have New England. It does feel like it's a lot, especially going up against New England. Um, I want to say 2-2 draw. Okay. I just want some I I want some high scoring games. Yeah, that would be nice. I might love it if it it were for a union win, but uh, I don't know. I feel like yeah, you know, we just gotta get through this weekend, and then they can finally start resting. I do feel like things are improving. I feel like tonight yeah. they looked like a strong mid to lower yeah. top of the half of the table team, but they didn't look like world beaters. much more beyond that. Yeah, yeah. Um, they're looking stronger, but um, and maybe with the improved focus. Um, it's still a lot of games, will. even, a, a lot even of games. after losing both the Champions League and and, right. and the U.S. Open. We played a lot of yeah, games that did not actually count towards the season, as we've talked about. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. um, you know, so it is still technically early in the season. So you know, only about a third of the way into it, changes yeah. can still happen. Um, so, uh, and now with you know all the, all the things are hopefully going our way, I hope we keep the trajectory the way it's been going, but. So, Nate, do you have a prediction for this game against uh, New England? Because we're actually going to this one. Ooh. This is really a good game. Uh, I'm going to actually agree with uh, C on this one. I think it's going to be 1-1. 1-1. One, one. One, one. Yeah, I think that both teams are pretty good. It's relatively ba- balanced. Especially since teams have been coming back up recently. They're like, they, they've like they really gotten that better. And, um, I, I mean, I feel like it's just it's going to be a fun game. I I I see what you mean by by high scoring, like two, well higher scoring uh-huh. in of two two. But I feel like I feel like it should be the goal is going to be a bit better, and some of the shots that you think would be in the net, would, I'd say they're going to be the same. Right. Right. You see, you you still oh you're giving Blake more credit than I am. 
Yeah, no, and you're probably right, and I hope you're right. <laughs> All right, well, uh, so that's the only union game for next week, so we should be able to get back to our recording time on Tuesday. Tuesday hopefully. nights, Wednesday, Wednesday distribution. Uh, distribution, exactly. <laughs> I'll, you know, thanks for stopping off today to uh, to make this recording. That's just cool. I, I mean, whenever, I don't know, we'll have to try to make this happen yeah. again. It's yeah. nice, actually, just to not stare at everyone's faces through these glass rectangles. Yes. Yeah. And we'll, we'll with uh with Nate being done classes and, yeah. and finals now like crazy. Yeah. Um yeah, we'll have to see about maybe getting me you on know, either have you down again on a weeknight or yeah. we, can, we can get up there. Um yeah, but hopefully going forward we'll be back on the court thir- Tuesday night posted on Wednesday. Yeah. So thanks for um putting up with our late um show this week. Yeah. So but yeah. It just the way the schedule worked, it just made sense to wait right. for this DC game. Right. Well, just as a reminder, if you, you can find us at amorephillyunion.com. Uh, you can email us at pod at amorephillyunion.com. Our Twitter account is amorephillyu. Instagram and YouTube are amorephillyunion. You can get our podcast wherever you get yours. Um, you know, Google, Apple, Spotify, Amazon, whatever. Uh, remember to subscribe, like, comment, spread the word. We're trying to get that uh, number up over a thousand as yeah. fast as we can. Help, help us. us, help the you. Exactly. Thanks everyone for tuning in for another episode of A More Philly Union. We're your hosts. I'm Paul. I'm C. I'm Nate. And I'm Eric. Go I mentioned that it's like the first in person uh, since. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Hey, good idea. Yeah, there you go. First in person recording. There you go. Also, very late.